Big Dog Ball Talk. It's not a Wednesday special. This is going to be a Thursday special. And you know about this special, Ooh. this random kind of, uh, you know, coming of events. Uh, if you follow us at Big Dog Ball Talk, it's Big Dog Ball Talk, Matt Eichhorn and Jordan Flegel. Uh, Jordan, the best to never do it edition of the podcast. Uh, we're going to be going through some of the uh, the best to never do it, literally in the sense, uh, in the NBA world. Uh, that yep. could be players to, uh, you know, never never get a ring, uh, teams in that same vicinity. And we're also going to kind of go a little bit off the board here and just talk about guys who may have missed the mark, but they, they still landed among the stars. And uh, Jordan, you're one of those yep. guys, man. Sometimes you might miss it, but you always, you always be among the stars. What's that saying? You shoot for the moon, man. Matt, I'm, I'm only 25. I, I don't know what you mean. Like, I'm I'm uh, 25. Jesus, you're an old man. No, how old are you? 21. <laughs> uh, I think I'm 23 still. Oh God! Wow. Well, 24, uh, 24, July 13th. Wow, two weeks. Let's go. Well, the point is, uh, you know, I can still make it. I uh, by no by no means am I a bust or anything like that. Um, I'm I'm still I'm gonna come into my prime sometime soon. Um, but uh, for you, Matt, you I, I don't know. You didn't like formally you, you, declare. No, but you also you're 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 so young, but like there's there's no one really interested in your talents, unfortunately, uh, for mm-hmm. you. So there's That's no true. there's no coming yeah. into any sort of prime. Um, you're just. Hey, uh, they should check my they should check my men's league tape from uh, yesterday. Uh, own four. I think on that's the what they're basing the, the this wood, off of. <laughs> the the woodpeckers were not doing so hot. But, the woodpeckers. Uh, you know, I, I, the woodpeckers. Oh. We I, I knocked down back to back triples, brought us back into the game, and we still blew it. So oh, uh, that's yeah, that was too bad. Rough, rough go. But uh, big dog ball talk. We're gonna get it right into this one. Uh, so again, essentially, we're gonna be talking about just some of the 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 forgotten guys. Like they always say that uh, you know nobody ever remembers second place, which is kind of true. But when you've got you know you, yeah. you got nothing to do in the off season, and you know everyone's talked about the best. Well, you Matt, really Matt, Matt they're, talking they're, points. You gotta make is... up your own things. Well, yeah, we're gonna go into that, but let's let's get the the small you know modicum of news that we have out of the way. Chet Holmgren is incredible, uh, number one, <laughs> and uh, Kevin Durant has apparently quote gone dark. Uh, stars have reached out to him, uh, and he hasn't responded. And LeBron that's, style. That's the only uh, yeah zero dark thirty. Uh, that's the only uh, update we have for you people um, of any sort of real time news. Uh, it's been it's been pretty quiet. It's been pretty quiet mm-hmm. the last couple of days. Chet Chet Holmgren did also just get like. Taken and uh, taken behind the shed uh, by that big boy, the the rookie Lofton Jr. Yeah, uh, he he he, he kind of put he put a hole in his chest, concave, uh, whatever the hell you call that. Uh, but yeah, he's uh, he's not gonna be the same. Uh, just yeah, keep Zion away from him. Uh, that's all. That's all I can recommend. Oh uh, man. But to, oh man. To to start off, uh, the the best to never do it. We're gonna go right into you know the the players, individual players, uh, and this has been a. Uh, a huge talking point for a lot of NBA stars, past, present, and it's going to be going on to the future. Uh, unfortunately, it's a trend that's uh, always going to be there in, in any kind of form of professional athleticism. And uh, that's uh, players whose careers uh, were kind of derailed due to injury. Uh, and uh, you know, there's a lot of guys, when I, when I think about that uh, kind of moniker, uh, that tagline that comes along with them, like the a lot of these those athletes those big time guys like even like you know if just uh, not to show my hand with some of the guys i was going to mention here but like in football a guy like bo jackson who was like just generational talent and even though he did right. a lot of great things in his short time his career's cut short by a, a a shitty injury that they just didn't know how to deal with at the time yeah. uh, and, and again a lot of times the older guys like so jordan when you think of a guy who's just looked like he was going to be a star and then it all went to nothing because of an injury. Who who's the first person that comes to mind for you? Oh yeah, I thought about this for a while. I kind of leaned 
my the people I, the list I put together were kind of people that showed that they could be at that top level and mm-hmm. then weren't able to maintain it or get to an even higher level because of injuries cuz we it, you know it's easy to play the game I think and you know I'm I'm hoping you maybe have a few guys on your list that I don't have cuz you're kind of taking this into account but like the guys who their careers aren't even taken off yet like they 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 just have all this potential um but you know injuries mm-hmm. yeah. completely derail them from showing anything but i i'm i've always been intrigued with the guys that you know you've seen the glimpse so it's that it's that much more kind of frustrating and like uh you know you think what if that much more because you you've seen how good a guy can be and i tried to go back in uh you know through time and the first guy i could think of the furthest back was bill walton who Mm -hmm. i think you know who's who is still considered an all-time great who still won a championship in the nba um and was like i believe and an MVP, and was one of the greatest uh, collegiate players ever. Um, he like he was basically like Jokic, if Jokic was the best rim protector you've ever seen. Like he was like he could score. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, there he he wasn't stepping out and hitting threes like like uh, you know Jokic is today. But nobody, n- no bigs were doing that, and no players really <laughs> were doing that. He he dominated no, the yeah. NBA before there, the, there was no three point line. There was no three point line. Yeah, he he. I think he won it with the Blazers in '77, and it was the. 79 year they put it in or or 81 or something like that when the right around when bird and magic came into the league but but anyway you know he he was dominating back then in the 70s um and yeah like the insane height that he had mixed with the skill and then the the crazy thing that sets him apart is just the passing ability like he was he was an incredible like high post passer oh yeah a guy uh you know he was kind of the prototypical the the first ever pretty much like uh you know guy you could kind of dump it into at the elbow and he'd find guys cutting back door and 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 find all these different like he was the precursor to Jokic and Sabonis and uh, you know Marcus Saul and all these awesome passing bigs. So uh, uh, and and a guy who had injuries. I read something just in high school before he even went to to UCLA. I, th- I believe he went to UCLA. He broke mm-hmm. his ankle. He broke his leg and several bones in his feet just in high school. And he had knee surgery yeah, in nice. high school too. So he he just right off the bat uh, was dealing with injuries his whole freaking career. Obviously managed to get through it. He had his time, you know, leading a team at, with the Blazers and then joined the Celtics through the mid 80s uh, was part of their championship runs too. But a guy who would have maybe been like, I, I think he could could be considered, you know, if he had a long career, like there's a world where he's considered by many people as the greatest center of all time, like better than Kareem. Better than better than Shaq. I think he would. It would be one of those arguments, you know, that you could have. Yeah, it would be. It would be tough, but but you could make the arguments that we've. Yeah, and we've talked about this again in another one of our uh, our special episodes that we've had before in our our position rankings episode all time, uh, which is a great one. And uh, you know, even in that one, a lot of like centers are such a finicky position when it comes to stuff like that because like they all have totally different careers. Like they're just kind of, they're a different breed. Like they, the way that they are moved and valued in the NBA has shifted so much over time as well. Uh, both in use, both in value, like it it really applies to everything. So a guy like Bill Walton, it is interesting to kind of look back now because we'll probably never see a player that played like him or was like him in any way. Uh, like again, as you said, he kind of set the stage for some of these modern guys, but like truly like the way that he played, he couldn't handle this kind of, offensive like game plan like he just wasn't fast enough that guy he wasn't he, yeah like yeah. there's the guys 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 give larry bird some sh- like some shit and like bob Cousy and guys like that but like bill Walton yeah. is genuinely just not a fast guy like he would i think he's probably less athletic in his prime than uh you know Jokic was oh yeah 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 no athleticism yeah i mean well 
I mean, I, I would say he's more athletic than Jokic, though. I'd give him that because he could jump and he could really like when it came to defending I the rim. He, length, he was baby. the best. Well, yeah, but he had he had great timing. Uh, I, that's the thing. That's what I want to know. I want to know like without the injuries, could he have been like an actually decently athletic guy? Obviously, he wasn't going to be like sure, yeah, yeah. Daryl Dawkins uh, or something. But uh, like, I don't know. He he. The the thing too that holds him back, like maybe. Yeah, I think there there would be people who would make the argument, you know, in my hypothetical that he was quote unquote the best center center ever, but he never really had the scoring, uh, you know, ability that like guys like no, Kareem too, and, yeah. and other like he was more he was the first kind of all around guy, and you know because of that I think he's kind of like a fan favorite and always comes up in these discussions. But um, yeah, just I, I just I just love the idea of him, especially back then. Centers, you didn't really have a guy who could you know e- even with the great centers that had already been in the league, like Wilt and Russell, he was more complete than those guys. Russell was obviously, um, not Russell, uh, Wilt uh, was was much more dominant, obviously, uh, probably the most dominant player in, in, you know, NBA history, but, you know, he didn't quite have the passing ability or or even yeah, like the yeah. the rim protection instincts that Bill Walton has had, though we'll never really know because they didn't track blocks back then. So that, that's, uh, you know, that, that that's not, you know, information we really have. But yeah, uh, in, in terms of an all around game, um, Bill Walton was awesome. And yeah, I, I would have just loved to see his career play out a bit longer um, and, you know, him him have kind of lift in his legs for a little bit more just to see, yeah. you know, how, how good he could have been in the end. Yeah, I, I think for me, like some of the guys that I was looking at, a lot of them were players that I've seen in my lifetime, at least in some capacity uh that uh yeah uh, and again some of these guys and the, this guy is going to be the uh, like the kind of a poster boy for that uh who i think is probably in my mind one of the biggest kind of what if stories uh even though because again same how you were saying before like you kind of you got a glimpse of what they could be and it was like an uh, an all-time yeah. great like or uh like borderline like a like a, a generational talent but then it all just kind of goes down like it only really gets halfway and uh i think tracy mcgrady yeah. That's that's like the, the yeah. epitome of that. Uh, like T Mac was one of the best players that the NBA has ever seen when it comes to like skill wise, athleticism. Like in Kobe's prime, people thought T Mac was better than him, and that's like that's that's legitimate. Yeah. Uh, you know when Kobe's averaging thirty points, like uh, you know uh, T Mac's doing the exact same thing uh, on the other side of the ball. Like his time in Orlando and Houston, uh, those stints were insane. Like obviously in Toronto, like he showed his his glimpses, but like he was never that great in toronto really like his, his best season he averaged 15 points people are always like oh well, where's tracy mcgrady rank and like the all-time raptors fucking not even considered like yeah. andrew fields i'd take no. over him like at this point like it's a it's not a, <laughs> uh i i hey, he had that cool dunk that one time yeah well that, he, he was okay I mean, yeah, he, he, had was some, so, yeah. he had some highlights and it's cool he turned again turned out to be could have been one of the best players ever uh but then pretty much yeah. you know the, the, he he gets those knee injuries and then nothing like he just he could never get back to that like he uh he he, he was consecutive all-stars I, I believe four seven seven years in a row so uh, i think seven or eight years in a row there and then just off a cliff 15 21 points to 15 points 15 to eight and then he couldn't average over uh, you know eight points per game the rest of his career uh and then he ends up yeah. playing a year in china so it's like yeah <laughs> just out of nowhere like the the denouement was even predicted like he just goes straight down and we've seen like he had all the skills like he could you could plug him into any system any generation any era whatever and he would be one of the best players on the court like bar none and you know it's just the injuries keep him back there and i think like 
he 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 to me had like a LeBron upside. Realistically, he just needed to oh, get yeah. on the right situation. Oh, yeah. And him and Yao Ming, and Yao Ming, another guy you could say injuries took him yeah, out too he's early. Yeah, I had Yao on my list. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's it's tough too for for T Mac because like he he went through the struggles like when he was good. Like everyone made fun of him for never getting out of the first round. Like yeah. those he had tough series with people. Um, you know, many years in Houston, um, and like. Right, it was right at his age twenty eight season when he when he got hurt that drop off you were talking about from twenty something to uh, down to well he went from twenty one but not playing many games and then to fifteen yeah. like that's right when that's right when you would expect like all the struggles to like pay off like where you're still in your kind of physical prime you know t- towards the tail end of it you're still as athletic but you know you're a little bit smarter um and you know you've you've kind of learned things and figured things out that's when you're supposed to break through yeah. uh and it, you know he he literally just didn't even have the chance to do that like he completely off a cliff um and yeah but like those those years like the when lebron came into the league the like marquee matchup i forget if it was the first day game of the season or like a christmas day game or something but they marketed like lebron versus t-mac oh, yeah, yeah. cuz that yeah. was like those were going to be like the the two biggest stars of the league and 100% like Honestly, like uh, you, you won't find a bigger Kobe fan than me. But like, T Mac was bigger than Kobe. He was a slightly better passer than Kobe, mostly, um, and yeah. pretty much everything else he could do better. I think Kobe eventually, you know, turned into a better three point shooter than T Mac ever was. But like at that time, they were pretty similar. And uh, like T Mac had the mid range game. You know, he could, he could, he had, he was just as athletic as, uh, as Kobe was. Like. When but but pre T Max, you know any of T Max injuries, he was one of the most athletic players in in, in the game, and yeah. uh, like he was he was fucking sick. He he was incredible, and and like I just yeah, it it sucks that we we you know we never saw him on a deep playoff run, like a high high stakes like playoff games. We never really saw him you know play in those games as the guy. Yeah. yeah. Um. And 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 that would have been that would have been awesome. So yeah, we were definitely robbed of of some awesome playoff moments. He he was incredible. Yeah. And then uh yeah, I I also think one more like guy that uh you know if, uh, before we 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 end off on the conversation because I know a lot of people listening would be pissed uh if we didn't uh bring it up just because I mean and I do think that it's <laughs> kind of a little overplayed now. I think it's a little bit over uh overdone. But I mean people people love him to death. Uh, Derek Rose. Uh, the youngest MVP uh, ever, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then obviously the the multiple ACL tears take him out. And I think that was one of the first guys I think I can really remember like watching the injury happen, and you were like, oh, like you have like a, a gut sinking feeling, even though it's like I I don't yeah. know, like I don't know him, I don't like the Bulls, I'm not a, but you, it's one of those like guys like when they go down, you're like that, you can tell it's not good, and then when he comes me, back Matt- right away, it's like this is not the same. Matt, hundred percent, Matt. <laughs> I agree. Um, that was uh, you. You saw it. It, it, was, it was in the playoffs too. It was early playoffs. Who were they playing? Was it I Philly? I think they were playing yeah, Philly. I think it was Philly. Yeah, the game then two Philly, or I think something. Won. Yeah. Was, anyway, yeah, whatever it was. It was. A weird one. Yeah, and for like he he was such a guy like on the come up, like a guy we'd never really seen before, like athleticism. That type of athleticism in a point guard, it was insane. Like oh, yeah. The, yeah like, the like torque maybe like last the, like, guy was like Penny Hardaway, and he was playing really yeah, as a another guy guard, who, a point guard. Who was, yeah, yeah. Um, and but then, yeah, like, another, yeah, definitely another guy. Another guy was, on my list, yeah. yeah. But, uh, yeah, d- like, it, 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 I, you kind of forget how young he was when it happened, the initial one happened. He was only 23. So, like, yeah. he had so many years of, like, the the dominant play that he showed the year before, you know, his MVP year, like so many years of that left, like in theory, like 
man, that when he would just fucking take the ball from from you know under the basket on his end and just get to the other end of the court in like point yeah. two seconds and then do these like insane. I don't know how he was able to like move the ball in the air the way that he like that those crazy fucking layups that he would sneak over the heat defense yeah. which was insane at that point like the the way he'd contort his body was was insane like it, for me for me he was even more like the like the shit he could do under the rim was even more you know impressive to me than prime Russell Westbrook uh, like who was you know yeah, thought yeah, yeah. you know when when he Similar was young kind he of was style but definitely like Russ is all brute brute force whereas Derrick Rose like yeah, brought yeah, in with, exactly. the, the, with all that speed and intensity but then had like the soft touch still and a lot of creativity Finesse, yeah yeah a lot of creativity yeah yeah and you know it was crazy you know it was it was it was like a mini Jordan like young Jordan who would like go yeah. and he he would contort his body like in similar ways you know Derrick Rose was kind of like a mini a mini MJ out there and it was it was it was insane to watch obviously like you know he was he was 22 uh he, he was the you know the the, the mvp of the league and M- miami was obviously you know top of top of the east at that point and and ended up beating them in the playoffs i don't know how like that would have gone the the next few years you know with the bulls that their team construction and, and you know with with d rose at the helm going up against lebron but it sucks that we were robbed of that too because that was yeah, that was yeah. primed to be like an awesome battle for like as long as lebron was in cleveland or in miami i should say uh, you know, D- the, the Derrick Rose and the Bulls were the up and coming kind of young team, you know, with with Noah and Boozer and all those guys and pretty Dang, much homegrown, like, uh, you know, with the with yeah, the, uh, like, feel you know, good. They, they, yeah. made, they made a couple signings, uh, obviously, Carlos Boozer and uh, and uh, and Dang. Uh, yeah. So it's like those those you can live with. But yeah, I think everybody wanted the Bulls to win back then. Yeah. Like, nobody Hell wanted yeah. The, yeah. The, the the bot Miami Heat, LeBron James, like the, the that was like when people no. hated LeBron. Uh, like yeah. people think that LeBron gets a lot of heat now. Like back then, he was like, "Oh my god!" I, I think if you liked LeBron, you'd get played out. Like it was, it's kind of the same thing with Drake. Like they kind of had the same curvature of yeah, like when people true. like them. When, when people yeah. like Drake, people like LeBron. You're right, you're when right. people hate Drake, like that was when like the biggest, like when Drake was still YMCMB, uh, Drake. Like people, uh, <laughs> people were flaming him on everything, uh, and that was the same thing with LeBron. Uh, but that that Derrick Rose team, like they even when he you know came back from the ACL tears and he had that they had that closer series where he hit the the bank buzzer beater and people were like going getting up like people got emotional. Do you think back to Derrick Rose's fifty point game in uh, yeah. Minnesota just a, a season yep. ago and you know people literally were crying on Twitter and Instagram for this guy yeah, and it's like I know. it is a crazy story but it's like we like are romanticizing what Derrick Rose was to like the point that it was like it's like a crime that he never got to live up to it. And it's like, obviously it's, it's fucked up and it sucks and it's sad, but some people are just like delusional with this guy. Yeah. Yeah. No, I know. I know. It's like, and, and rightfully so like people, people call him like a legend, like people, uh, especially anyone from Chicago, like, like I forget who it was called him a legend. Someone, someone either from Chicago or on the bulls, but like there's, Yo, there's Kim the, Noah again, probably 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 he's he's a very like mythical uh he's probably like, the best Bulls he, point guard ever even in those well, just short yeah. stint like he has to be i mean he'll, Ron he'll Harper never is retired. To, yeah 100 yeah, percent. but like goran and, dragic and, wearing number one in chicago yeah, goran, next season by the <laughs> yeah. way great guy super yeah, cool guy yeah thanks goran yeah in in memory of that that dunk on dragic from <laughs> yeah, uh yeah. you know stop it stop it that, that was incredible <laughs> but um uh, like uh, for the fact that Derrick Rose is from Chicago as well, like yeah, the, yeah, like yeah. like everything, 
everything was very, you know, a homegrown, a homegrown kid. Like, like it was, it was just uh, like, like we both said, like really primed to be one of the best stories. Uh, one of the, like, like a, a guy you, you literally couldn't dislike. Um, and yeah, right, right smack as he was coming yeah. into his prime, like off an MVP season, like there was, there was so much more good basketball he had in him. And, uh, He's one of those players, though. You lose your knee, you lose your explosiveness. You have nothing else to 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 fall back on. You're not tall enough. You, he wasn't a good three point shooter. Uh, there yeah. was there was all he had. Every everything that he was good at stemmed from his explosiveness. And as soon as he lost that, he was he was fucked. So, you know, it, it, it's it's tough, but it's still still crazy to think back on. That's like right when I started, and probably when you started really paying attention mm. to the NBA. Um, and then, you know, just, just, yeah, just as he's, he's becoming this, this, uh, you know, guy at the top of the league, he, he falls off. That, that was probably the more tragic, one of the more tragic ones, uh, if not the most that I can think of. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Uh, and, and, you know, uh, there's got, there's tons of guys we could talk about. Uh, Grant Hill is probably the only other one that I would have mentioned. Yeah. Uh, I, was, I said Grant, Grant Hill, Brandon you know, Roy too. Yeah. Yeah. Another great one that just, that, and that was such a, like, kind of Derek Rose ask, like just such a very, like a blip yeah. and then it was gone. Yeah. But I mean, that, that one blip, like for a moment, you're like, this guy's going to be fucking good. Uh, and obviously they didn't yeah. work out, but, uh, you know, there, there are a lot of guys who do work out. They have great seasons, great careers. They get a good trophy case going by, by the time they're done. But the one thing they're missing is an NBA championship. Uh, a lot of players uh, have, have been amazing. Uh, like, again, Hall of Fame careers, but they could just never get to the top of the top uh, to, to say that they, they were champions through their career. Uh, so, Jordan, when you think of the the best players to uh, to be in the NBA, that never capture, never have that ring, they always have that Shaquille O'Neal on their face, uh, you know, <laughs> talking to him about, uh, you know, that you don't have to count the rings, Chuck. Uh, I mean, Charles Barkley, there you go. There's, there's one right there. Uh, an easy yep. candidate that, that, that fits this one. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think, I think there's just one guy, Matt, to me who stands out clearly like head and shoulders above the rest. Uh, and that's Russell Westbrook. Um, he's, uh, I'm, I'm kidding, Matt. Um, okay. So yeah, say, Chuck- like, I'm, I'm also not counting <laughs> anyone who's active. I'm not going to count anyone who's active. Yeah. I'm not going to count. Okay. Well, okay. Chuck, a hundred percent. I think he's, he's gotta be up there in yeah, your, your top five, like the, the guys that come yeah. to mind, um, Carl Malone, obviously too, but no one gives a shit about Carl Malone anymore. I'm pretty happy no, that he that didn't guy. win an NBA yeah. <laughs> championship. Um, and even then Stockton, John Stockton, fuck him kind of on too. shaky ground also. <laughs> so forget the Utah guys. Um, Allen Iverson too, uh, kind of, that's you know, one of the first guys I always think of as Iverson. Yeah. Like, I don't think he did himself many favors in terms of setting himself up nicely to go and win a championship. Like, he was a no. guy, one of the classic uh, superstars who's fallen off a bit, but really doesn't think he has, you know, always just kind of wants to take the shots he's always taken. But, like, you know, if, if that Lakers dynasty isn't in the way in, in, in 01, like, he was having the probably the best individual season, like, pound for pound, or, or one oh, yeah, of the best, yeah. you know, in league history actually took a game off them the only the only uh you know team the to do it team uh, to do through it. that yeah, through that is, run and, and that was a crazy which, game that's the the tyloo uh step yeah. over game as well in staples like it's a iconic run even though he didn't win the ring like yeah he pretty much won the the people's ring like he was the people's champ yeah he did yeah 100 percent. yeah and so like other than that year there it's not like you can point to a bunch of other different examples like oh he was so close like he obviously never made the finals again and i think no, yeah. 
I I think he could have he he could have adjusted his game better as his career went on and kind of done things a little bit differently. But he's still a legend, and and there's been many like players who have accomplished less, and especially who have had like less, much less of like the impact that he had. That like have have multiple rings. Like he he definitely in, in terms of the impact that he that he had on the game and like the the way we think of that era of basketball, he he deserves a ring. But yeah, you know he yeah. was never really. Never really, other than that year, in the conversation for one, um, which is kind of interesting. It adds to his whole legacy of like who he is. For sure, yeah, yeah. I I, I think it's it, 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 there's there's tons of guys that kind of have you know impacted the culture of the NBA more than they even affected the game. And Allen Iverson was such a huge part of that. So I think for a oh, guy yeah. like him to kind of not have an accolade that's just so you know whenever you think of like the greats it's always champions and that's why you know i think he's kind of fallen off in a lot of different directions for you know when you're talking about the all-time game like people still give him all the respect in the world like oh yeah he was 5 11 and 145 pounds but he was you know going out there and being the biggest guy on the court really uh you know he was the alpha no matter where he went uh you know one of the flashiest players ever as well like he he had everything yeah. that you could want from a you know a player's career except for that that last thing and i i agree like but the thing is like alan iverson if he changed his game wouldn't even be alan iverson anymore and i just think it would all yeah, have I been floated i think at the end of the day it was the defense that long term got him uh the more yeah. than like him not changing his offense to kind of be a more team friendly guy like those denver teams uh with young mellow uh yeah. you know though the, they had their runs and you know that that was a hell of a team but like you know you were relying as mellow to to get you the buckets iverson to chip in but like their, their defense same thing was kind of suspect a lot of the times and uh that was really his only other chance because you know then he goes back to the Sixers yeah. just to to kind of end it all out uh and, and yeah. you know, obviously some of his off-court stuff kind of gets in the way at, at, at times throughout his career but uh you know he's he's one of those guys that I think if you run it back in his career, uh, like even if you moved it fa- like fast forward kind of in this era, like he would have moved teams so much quicker. Uh, like there yeah. wouldn't have been a chance. Like I think he probably could. Like if Jeremy Lin can get a ring, why can't Allen Iverson? <laughs> yeah, with the Raptors too. Uh, you know, uh, sure, hopefully that, that would have been in- incredible. Um, but yeah, 100%. Like he, yeah. But the 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 way that people talk about Allen Iverson as a guy who, doesn't have a ring and who was really only like super relevant for a few years. Like he kind of had his own little drastic fall off. Like there's no one else like him. Like there's no other player who still commands that much attention um, compared to like what he actually did on the court, which when you look back on it now, is kind of underwhelming. Like if you look at his whole career, Um, but like when he was, when he was at his best, he was, he was the most exciting show uh, in basketball. No questions asked. And another guy who, uh, you know, I've, I've said one of my favorite players ever, and it's my last time I'm going to be talking about him uh, in this podcast. Yeah, Steve Nash. Uh, TikTok I mean, star Steve Nash. Can, I, can you just tell yeah, me, Matt, is that fuck. from right now? Did he make that video right now, that dance video? I'm pretty sure. Because when I saw video, it, I assumed someone video. was trolling. No, I think it's from, I, I honestly, I couldn't tell you, but I think it is from now. I'd have to check it again, but That's, I don't know. Because it's, on, on, his, it's on his wife's, his wife's uh, post uh yeah steve nash is just dancing oh through dancing God. through the straps uh but yeah steve uh, nash as a player never won it because i believe he technically has a ring he was like a player development coach with the warriors oh yeah. uh when they won the championship yeah. in i think 2018 uh so i mean that's 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 good i guess but i don't i don't think that holds the weight like at the end of the day people aren't going to call steve nash an nba champion like he he if he even if he gets one as a coach i think that you kind of still it's like he's not really like he's an nba champion no, in a no. different way 
It's not the same as Steve Nash, yeah. the point guard, right? Uh, and if he ever gets one as a no. coach, that's fucking insane because he's horrible at it. Um, but, but I digress. <laughs> uh, but him as a player, like, the, the and we're going to talk about them later. I'm bringing them up. But, like, his time with the, the Phoenix Suns, like, they had so many close battles where he took the, the Spurs and the Lakers to, like, their breaking points. Yeah. And pretty much every year he would lose to the eventual champion being, you know, the Lakers and yep. the Spurs pretty much uh that throughout that those kind of mid 2000s mid to late 2000s uh but steve nash was pretty much the steph curry before the steph curry like he was the he was like the perfect breaking point towards like the modern nba uh and uh, people really don't give him that kind of credit as being that trailblazer like right at the right time and and really the whole like mike d'antonio and the whole 07s uh sons uh like the the seven seconds or less like that team in particular yeah. which is again I'm, I'm going to mention they 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 kind of revolutionized how a lot of teams play almost a nightly basis at this point in the nba yeah yeah and so like you you have that impact and none of it literally none of it would have been possible without steve nash i know people are like oh dan tony will take whatever point guard you have and and make him the you make him this awesome driver of this uh offensive system and i'm like it doesn't work with every point guard you, it, yeah. it it was just it was D'Antoni taking advantage of what Steve Nash was already good at that, like, gave him the whole idea. Yeah. So, like, um, you know, you, you got to give Steve Nash as much credit for for that whole kind of basketball rev- revolution as anyone else because yeah. he he was, like, w- one of the first point guards ever who just was like, okay, you know what, I'm just going to run this offense. I'm going to keep my dribble forever. I'm going to go under the basket. I'm going to dribble under the basket and come back around the other side. I'm not going to shoot, uh, you know, until I have a good shot uh, or a great shot. And I'm going to just over and over again, just penetrate the lane. And, you know, whether it's like behind the back or like spinning, somehow I'm going to find Amari Stoudemire rolling or one of my shooters. Like if I used to watch his like assist, uh, like highlights, like on like a weekly basis, they're insane. Yeah, it's insane. Like the the way that the passes and the angles that he would find, you really no one really did it before, like at his size. And uh, you mix that, too, with probably like like mechanically one of the best shooters ever, Yeah, uh, like oh, yeah. a guy who these days, the, like in today's NBA or even a few years like after he retired, like in the Steph Curry era of the NBA, he would have been shooting so many more threes and he would oh, have yeah. been like, yeah averaging so many more points just off of that because well, he was again, such a fucking for, good shooter because people get like uh what, they talk about his two mvps like yeah i, I know yes he aver- averaged like 15 and 10 he was barely playing yeah. fourth quarters because those teams were so good and then you go watch yeah. his playoff tape that guy was averaging 30 oh, points per game shit. when he yeah. wants to yeah. score he can yeah but he didn't have to so what's so what like he didn't like the, the mvp just kind of was given to him fell into his lap he wasn't playing for the mvp just happened yeah. to go yeah. to him uh it happened to go to him twice obviously but it's uh that, that's just the way the cookie crumbles you can't get mad at the guy for that uh but yeah, yeah he, he he could be like a, a a number one scoring option as well in the modern day because of the shooting yep. ability yep yep 100 and like that 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 combo offensively was fucking lethal obviously was never never the a good enough defender where like you know he he was ever considered like I don't think he was ever realistically considered like a top five NBA player. Maybe no, I don't some people so. would put him there. Yeah. But like offensively, you can't question it. Obviously, defensively and just kind of the size uh, in general as like a six. What is he? Six one. Um, I like he's he, like six three. Oh, really? Oh, he's God, always, okay. he's I always taller he's, than he looks. But he's skinny as heck, though. Yeah. And, and he's skinny. So like, you know, he got kind of got pushed around in, in different situations out there. But he was, uh, yeah, le- offensively, pretty much no weaknesses. 
Um, and there's there's so many situations. Like if you play his career out like 10 different times, like he, he's got to fall into a ring in, in one of those timelines at some point. Like yeah. he, he took teams like, like the fact that he was so close to getting a ring, even with the teams that he had, like if we're being honest, looking back on it, he never had that good of teammates. Like, are we really going to he- sit here and say Amari no. Stoudemire was like amazing? Like in at the time it was like, wow, he's one of the best like forwards slash centers in the had league. That, but like that kind of a good year in the, when he went to the Knicks, uh, but then and he, he was injured. good with the Knicks hundred percent. But like, I don't think we're looking back now. He, he's he, he's not in the top NBA seventy five no. debate. We're not. No one's really even talking Sean about him Marion at all. Is closer. Yeah, but even Sean Marion, like he's not. He's he's your he's your Swiss Army knife. He's your glue guy. He's never gonna. He's not your like number one scoring option or like star. No, no. Like Steve Nash. Steve Nash just never played alongside that star. And one of the biggest what ifs uh, in NBA history is if him and Dirk had stayed together because that would have mm-hmm, been an mm-hmm. insane combination. And like. If, I, if they, Steve, they would have never got that out of him, I don't think, though, in Dallas. I don't think it would have ever worked that true. way. True, true, it's true. But just just the idea of having like a really, really good score and yeah. a more versatile score than Amare was, because Amare was pretty much like, we talk about like guys today, you know, big guys who Chris Paul has made like millions of dollars. Steve Nash made Amare all his money because like, oh, uh, yeah, yeah. 100%, like he had that good season in, in New York and he developed more as a shooter and like he developed more skill as his career progressed, kind of like Blake Griffin did. Like he came in purely as an athletic kind of dunker guy, but like early in his career, when, when, even when he was like good in Phoenix, it was all because Steve Nash was finding him like 10 extra easy points a game off of all, you know, Steve Nash did all the work. Amari would set the screens and then, you know, would get the ball in the perfect spot as he was rolling. Um, And so I just, I really wish Steve Nash had played with a more skilled kind of versatile all around scorer like you know you could name any number of guys but he never really had that and you know you you can't fault him uh, you know unlike other guys even more so than than you know iverson or some other guys Mm -hmm. we talked about like i really think steve nash even though he didn't get a ring he got the most out of the teams around him i think so you 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 can't fault him for like what he brought out of other uh, out of other guys he just never had that top level duo to to play with uh, to you know, to 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 you know, have that all-star level teammate uh, who could put up 25 points per game, and if it, if he ever had that, I think 100 percent he he falls into a championship somewhere in like 2005 to 2009, somewhere in there. Yeah. And, and, and you know, we might as well just shift it now, uh, unless you have anybody else you'd like to shout out uh, to never win a championship. Uh, like Reggie Miller. People will throw out guy. Reggie. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say Pat Ewing too. You would yep, think the Knicks, yep. the '90s Knicks, would somehow get a championship themselves. Obviously, they were close in in '99 and and I forget if it was '94 or '95 that they they made it against the Rockets. But uh, Patrick Ewing was, you know, he he was awesome. I think he's kind of gets forgotten, um, but For he sure. was yeah. the the heartbeat and the the only reason that Knicks team was good because everyone else on that fucking team was just a. A bruiser, like a hockey yeah. enforcer, and somehow, yeah. somehow they uh, they still were, you know, so so close a couple times. So yeah, he, he's the other guy I'd throw out too. Yeah, no, it's a, I, I think those are good ones. Uh, but yeah, the you know, there's a lot of uh, you know players that get remembered, but not a lot of people talk about the teams that just just don't quite crack uh you know through maybe that's uh because they run into the face of uh, a dynasty running uh maybe uh, an injury yep. derails a playoff run uh, or they just can't get the job done uh or in my case of the first team that i want to say the best to never do it and win an nba championship in a season uh 
because we've talked about this before eventually we're going to have to do it jordan we're gonna have to do a a special on nba conspiracies we can review them and rate them and we can say if we believe our (laughs) believers uh but the o2 kings that lost to the los angeles lakers which is one of the most like it it, I, i i don't know I guess it depends if you believe the people, but from all accounts of a lot of major people involved with that 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 game six against the Lakers uh, with the Sacramento Kings, yep. that the Kings were actually screwed. The NBA told the officials to uh, <laughs> yep. you know rig the game, and if you watch the tape, I mean, I I really don't want to believe this one, but if you guys go wa- go find the tape, go watch the highlights. Dude, there's probably a billion and one conspiracy videos on YouTube about it. You that can fill you yep. in even more, but. If you watch this, there's no way, there is not a chance that you know Kobe Bryant and Shaquille O'Neal aren't getting those calls. Uh, I, I, I mean, it, it's it's insane. I think it was something like 55 free throws to like 10 was the final. Yeah, it, the, it's something. The egregious. differential was insane. Yeah, and, it was and fucking there's, crazy. There's a play where Kobe Bryant punches. Uh, I think it's Mike Bibby in the yeah. face, pushes <laughs> off of him, and then runs, gets the ball, and then just barrels into the, the front court and then still gets a call, even though he's like yeah. engaging all this contact. Uh, and then, of course, the Lakers go on to win Game 7 uh, you know, in, in, in Staples uh, and yeah. then win the NBA championship that year as well. So a lot of yeah. people think that Sacramento Kings team possibly could have won the NBA championship that year had that game not been quote-unquote rigged. A hundred percent, and and uh, I I want to stick to the the uh, the Kings team because I think they were the better of the two. But in two thousand, also a game seven uh, uh, series win against the Jail Blazers uh, <laughs> that that the Lakers pulled out another you know yeah. game, game seven cl- really close series, another pretty controversial one where calls and different things went the Lakers way, um, and then you know culminates in that you know Kobe crossing over Scottie Pippen and lobbing it up to Shaq. Uh, you know, they yeah. hug, you know, Shaq Iconic. points to the, to the rafters, like, uh, another, uh, you know, you, you, you remember that moment, but you know, you, it's, it's easy to forget. Like they almost blew that. They, they almost yeah. lost that series too, yeah. to the, to the trailblazers, um, who had a pretty good team, but like, I, I mean, you know, you had Sabonis, you had Jermaine O'Neal, Scotty Pippen, uh, Rashid, young Rashid also, but a hundred percent. I, was, I uh, think Mighty this, Mouse on that Mighty Mouse was on that team, wasn't he? Yeah, I think he was. Yeah. Yep. yep. He was. Yeah. Mighty Mouse. Rookie of the year, baby. Um, but I think this this Sacramento Kings team, a hundred percent to me. Like when I even when I look at it now, I'm like, this, this uh, is a, a championship roster. Oh like, yeah, Bibby was awesome. Bibby was fucking sick. Uh, he he's he was uh, you know he's not as strong as he is uh, uh, these days. If you uh, have seen any of his, he is <laughs> seen gross, any of recent... <laughs> man. Like he is huge. It's he looks insane. Like... He looks like that fucking Looney Tunes character. Uh, I forget which one, but his fucking arms are insane. I, I I don't even know what to say. But back then, he was he was a killer. He was a dog. He was yeah, yeah. he was an awesome shooter, good defender, a good passer. Like he was just a great point guard. And Doug Christie, man, uh, former uh, he played for, played for the Raptors as well. Mm. An incredible defensive shooting guard, like hard nosed. Uh, kind of to me, like he played with the same like defensive toughness as Clay Thompson. Uh, wasn't quite as good of a shooter, but that same type of player, like mm-hmm. the ultimate guy, anyone on you know anyone in the league would have wanted at that time. Uh, could could shoot a little bit, um, could score a little bit, but 
Really, really no slouch on defense, like no, always no. brought the physicality. Then you had Chris Weber, probably the prime of his career, like uh, and and Vladdy, like uh, connecting everyone. And Peja, like you had all these awesome. Peja was probably uh, younger at, at, guys at that point, the best small forward in the NBA. Like he was that good. Yeah. And, and another guy, you know, he we, was we so were, good. We were talking about Steve Nash, Peja Stojakovic in the NBA today would be yep. a fucking like he would get paid, paid, paid. Oh man, he was. I I, I don't think it was this season, but. Uh, I, in those mid-2000s, he was like top five in MVP voting one year. Pedro he was amazing. Was. He, was, he was one of the best scorers in the league, and he did based on, like, he was more He's athletic awesome. than people give him credit for, but, like, that guy could just shoot wherever yeah. on the court he wanted. He had amazing size and length. He could get it done inside. He was crafty. Like, he was he was one of the best, like, really, really slept on guy uh, in the NBA uh, lore. 100%. Like, uh, people don't give him that credit, but, yeah, th- this team was the, it was the first one I thought of because, like, I legitimately am, like, yeah. I feel for Sacramento Kings fans only in this sense. The rest of the they're cursed. Fuck them, but uh, they, they 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 they've been cursed since then, Matt. This this was the this was the not the, deserving the thing man. that started it unlucky, all. Unlucky, 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 unlucky. Uh, the uh, <laughs> I, 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 another team that I, I I and it's actually two teams from the same year uh, that I think qualify okay. for this. The best to never win it and never never do it, and they actually ended up playing each other in the conference finals before. Uh, that one of them ends up losing in an iconic game seven. Uh, the the twenty the twenty sixteen seventy three and nine Golden State Warriors and the Oklahoma City Thunder yeah. from twenty sixteen. Both oh, yeah. both of those yeah. teams championship winning teams. Even you could oh yeah if you yeah, want to yeah. be crazy if you really want to stretch it out even the Eastern Spurs? Conference runner up Toronto Raptors twenty sixteen oh Matt they're oh, not come on level. have some self respect but have if you some self respect if, if you put a Look, game seven to all if you the did a best of seven against them man that the Raptors might take a couple games off either the Thunder <laughs> or them I mean I'm just saying they went to six with the, the NBA champs man they went to they six did with they champ. did take the NBA champs to six and I, I was there I was there in that game six uh, we almost won it uh, I'm so kidding we kind of got blown out but. But LeBron, LeBron, uh, LeBron showed some respect to us at the end. Uh, Raptors fans, that was the uh, "Do you hear this?" Uh, to Doris Burke. But okay, fine, Matt. I, I think that's blasphemy but to the, include the, 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 the Warriors Raptors. and the Thunder are like the from 2016 yes. are both legitimate teams that like, deserved to win the NBA championship that year. They were that good. Oh yeah, oh yeah, 100. percent I mean, obviously the Warriors. We don't have to get into it. They were the best regular season team of all time. Yeah. Um, like they 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 were insanely good. Uh, they they had, you know. If a few things go differently, if Draymond's playing in that, uh, you know, uh, or, or you know, isn't suspended that game, you know, who who knows how things kind of turn yep. out. Yeah. Um, Some people think that I that think was 100%. kind of a conspiracy too. Oh, oh yeah, of course, of course. Um, and you know, I, I I still I still as a fan appreciate appreciated that we got that high stakes game seven, but. A lot of people have pointed out most of those games in that series, even though it ended as an exciting series, were kind of like blowouts. Like there yeah, weren't that yeah, many yeah. close games before then. Um, but um, you know, the 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 Cavs obviously, but everything that they had to do to climb back from that deficit was still pretty impressive. No matter what, like you 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 throw on it, like no matter how things go, um, and yeah, that uh, yeah, a hundred percent. You know, you, you don't really have to make the case for the Warriors, but I think the more interesting one is is okc because they mm-hmm. they were so good they were so fucking good they they probably should have beat the warriors they, you know if clay if game six lead. clay three one lead if game six if game six clay doesn't you know appear uh in okc in that game six they they probably do win and then i thought that yeah i remember watching back to that and i thought it was a wrap when they went up three one and yeah. it was in okc steph was out it's like this is done there's no way kevin durant in his like prime yeah. like or you could argue his prime 
Uh, you know, Russell Westbrook and him. I would say kind of still clicking. Uh, Abaka was still yep. on the team. Like this was a yep. a, a great core. Uh, you know, I, I believe Andre Roberson was still uh, still kicking around. Uh, you know, playing yep. some defense for them. Uh, Dion Waiters, baby. Dion Waiters. Dion Island. Uh, Waiters Island. Yeah, the, he, but he's that the whole team. A lot of hoopers. A lot of great players. And you know, guys who had been to the NBA Finals with the Thunder. Uh, you know, for the five years prior. And it looked yep. like they were finally going to you know, put it together and make it work. And everyone, all the critics and would leave Durant and Westbrook alone and they could go in and they probably could have beaten LeBron and the, and the Cavs. Like it would have been, been an awesome. Series. It would have been another like like punch after punch after punch. It would have been LeBron versus uh, yep. KD and Kyrie versus uh, versus Russ. Uh, like and, yep. then, and then Ibaka and Love, like so different styles. But yep. totally like pretty well at that time, pretty much evenly matched. Like it would have been amazing. But yep. Uh, you know, we do, we don't get to see it because, as you said, game, uh, you know, Clay goes insane in that game six, bang, bangs all yeah. of the clutch threes that he needs to, and then that game seven. I don't remember. I, I don't believe it was that close. I think the Warriors kind of held it out no. the majority of it. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, the 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 Warriors definitely snuck out of that one. And then you know, you to 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 come back from three one and then blow the three one lead yeah. like things like. Things kind of work out in the end, to be honest, because yeah, they were so close to to losing that series, and and then Kevin Durant lo- I, leaves. I remember after that. That's the I, last, I know. Those are the last, know. last game he ever plays. Like it, that. That was literally yeah. the, their loss changed the entire NBA landscape for decades. Hundred percent, hundred percent. Yeah, and we're we're in the middle of it still too today. Yeah. Like it's that that was such a such a turning point because obviously you know. Uh, if if they beat the Warriors, even if the the Thunder go on to lose in the finals, I st- I I mean maybe he still could have joined the Warriors, but I think it's much less likely. Uh, but like I don't know that that was the last place I would have thought that he would go, even if he were to leave well, to the was, Warriors at that time. I, again, so it was still I, I, I a crazy. I remember seeing the notification and being like, "This is a joke." I lost like, my he mind. Wouldn't actually, I, I wouldn't was, actually do it, would he? That was the craziest. That was the craziest like basketball notification I've ever fucking yeah. seen. That that was insane. Um, but yeah, the, the ramifications are still felt and like, I, like, I, I think, you know, you we're, we're talking about Kevin Durant, like today, like uh, pu- putting together trade packages for him and like thinking about where he could land. And, and, and who knows when just, you're listening to this, you, the, Kevin Durant could have been traded could, twice already by now. hundred percent. Yeah. We should keep our phones close, monitor, uh, the Woj and the Shams bombs, but like thinking back to that series, I think that was basically the height of his powers in terms of. Like people forget how athletic he was when he was mm-hmm. younger, and like he could go and dunk on people. He doesn't really do that anymore. Um, in addition to all the you know shooting skills and and footwork that he has, but like I don't know what. Do you think he deserves any sort of criticism? Like I, f- for that series, I think he played super well. But like you st- you do have a game seven. I don't think he was that spectacular in the game seven. No. I'd have to go look back at the box score, but I think you know we we clown the Warriors for blowing the three point three one lead in the in the finals, rightfully so. And I think mostly people blame Westbrook and his erratic play uh, yeah. for for the three one lead that that uh, the the Thunder blew. But I don't know. I think I think you know Durant as an all time great. You 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 you've got to take that one on the chin. That that's that's not one you can yeah you that, can blow and and, and live sure. down. That's a tough one. I think the only reason they didn't get you know flamed as much as they probably should have was because they lost to the best regular season team ever like they're true like if, it's if, true. if you're gonna lose to a team in that kind of fashion at least it's like yeah people can be like well it makes sense they lost nine games yeah. all year they gave them three losses that's pretty like pretty uh, outstanding yeah. to do uh yeah and 
I think that that's kind of where they get around it. But at the same time, it's like they proved that they could be the better team. They could dominate them. And then they just, I don't know. Like, I think it's kind of been something with Kevin Durant, even when you watch him in those NBA finals, like I, and he hits big shots. So it's kind of weird to say, but like, he doesn't really have that killer edge at times. Like he does kind of, you know, uh, it feel like he's ready to just kind of let things happen. And we, and I think it's a lot of time less when they're up, but when they're down is when he, he, yeah. he find he, it's hard for him to fight out of that instead. You know? Yeah. 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 I mean, even in the, the finals, the, the, uh, the finals with the warriors, he hit big shots, but it wasn't, uh, they weren't like game six shots or like game seven shots. They were, uh, when, when the warriors were, clearly in command of those finals like up 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 3-0 or like in 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 a game that that wasn't super high stakes you know that's when he would go and he i i remember in both those back-to-back years he hit like a pull-up uh over lebron on the sort of like right uh or left uh wing like a a, a kind of pull up top of the top of the three-point arc three mm-hmm. and those two shots were kind of like defining uh they were both kind of dagger shots at the end of hotly contested or, you know, close games, but they weren't, it wasn't like a game six or a seven, like those series weren't, weren't that close. So I, I I still agree. I'm I'm not, you know, I'm not sitting here, you know, slandering Kevin Durant's name, but there, there are some, you know, uh, you know, back then in OKC through his time with, with, uh, you know, the, the, the Warriors, like he, he, I think he does deserve some criticism, uh, for his play, particularly this, this series we're talking about in in 16, because, Cause they were good. And yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, I wouldn't, I, I can't make a prediction right now as to like who would have won that, you know, Cavs versus uh thunder series, but the thunder easily, I think uh, you could make the case that they could have won that one. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, is there anyone else that you, uh, you can think of any other uh, teams throughout the years that you, you feel really could have broken through, broken the mold, got an NBA championship, but just didn't get one. The Bubble Raptors, Matt. The Bubble <laughs> Raptors. They beat the Celtics in Game Seven, which they should have done. They're a good matchup for the Heat, man. The Heat tr- had trouble with them all year. Yeah. We beat the Heat. We we play the Lakers. The Raptors have played the Lakers well. The LeBron Lake, the LeBron Lakers. The Raptors have played really well in the regular season. I think they beat. We would have had a lot of year. If I'm not yeah, mistaken, we would have had. I think that they won those. Uh, I'm those pretty ones. sure. We would have had a lot of long guys to throw at LeBron and and. People, you know, we we had bigs. We still had Ibaka and Gasol to cover AD. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of partly joking, but I still, I still, part of my Raptors heart still believes it. I'm good. The with only it. other team, the only, if Kawhi the only came back, team, it wouldn't even be a question. We would be in. We'd be back oh, to no. back champions. Oh, no problem. Swept. We would have. We would have won 16 and 0. Fo fo fo. I'm telling you, man. <laughs> um, but the only other team um, uh, that, that that comes to mind for me, especially more recently, is the 2018 Rockets. Uh, you know, who famously yeah. lost in game seven uh, uh, against the Warriors. Because, you know, Chris, Chris Paul doesn't, you know, uh, have a have the pulled hamstring or whatever it was, and he plays like, man, I, I don't know. Like, I, I really James think... James Harden isn't just it, James it, Harden. Yeah, true. And and the, the, the Rockets don't miss 27 straight threes or whatever yeah. it was in that game seven. Like, they were, they were so fucking close. Basically, as close as you could get to beating the Warriors... At the complete height of their powers with yeah. KD, um, and then you know the, that I think that in in whatever years it was, it, they they either went on you know the Warriors either went on to beat the Cavs four one or four or, or or just swept them flat out. So you can pretty safely say, unless you think LeBron just would have run amok on the 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 Rockets, that the Rockets would have gone on to win the the championship if they had gotten Probably over likely. the yeah. hump that was the Warriors. So I and and yeah, I think 
There would you know, be a different matchup Paul for sure. Actually, that, that team trying to cover LeBron. It would. It would have been way tough. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. I think that series would have been closer, but Kyle I still, Corver you know, and J.R. Smith the, aren't covering James Harden though. No, it's true. But like I, I, like I, the, you know, the Rockets would have had home court. Like I, I still think the Rockets pull it out, even though it, it's probably a closer series. But like, uh, even you know, and and for Chris Paul, my guy, it kind of in that moment when they lost that 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 game seven. Like I, I thought that he probably blew his best chance. I yeah, thought that Rockets yeah. team was really fucking good. They were perfectly constructed around him and 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 James Harden. Like they were, they had the right amount of shooters, defenders, you know, big guys. Uh, you know, you had Capella go, you know, kind of diving to the rim. Um, I thought they were really well balanced, really well coached, kind of everything. They were a sixty-five win team that year, and even though Chris Paul made it to the finals with the Suns, uh, you know, a couple couple years ago now. I, uh, I I still always thought that was probably his best chance, and uh, that that was tough. I really would have, as a fan, liked to see those those Warriors go down. That would have been awesome. And uh, I I really truly believe if if Chris Paul doesn't get hurt, they 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 beat them. Yeah, yeah, and that, and that was one of those the, that those times it felt like they could do it. Uh, you know, another team I will, I'll shout out as well. Uh, you know, got all the way to the NBA Finals were so hyped up coming into that season uh i'm talking about the the, the first year of the heatles 2011 uh lebron yeah, james chris yeah. bosh Dwayne wade they lose they lose to the uh the dallas mavericks which is like that one is is kind of like you it sucks because it's like you know i i always want you know lebron to kind of have the accolades just so we can make it as interesting as possible to have the the you know, lebron versus mj debates but uh i mean yeah i'm glad that dirk got one i would have rather dirk had just won yeah. an 06 and then the the heat yeah, got a three peat or something. Uh, that would have been a lot more interesting to me. And my if I could have constructed yeah, my, my, my MBA, if I wrote the storylines better than uh, you know David Stern <laughs> and Adam Silver, because uh, again, it's probably all like wrestling. It's all it's all org. It's all well. Fake. You want to talk about they they, they, they they miss when they want to miss. They make it when they want to make it. They're professionals for well, God's sakes. Well, you you want to talk about conspiracies? That Heat Mavericks 2006 NBA Finals is riddled with uh, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, free throw kind of deficiencies and foul calls and all that. So that that's another one, but yeah, a hundred percent that, that 2011 heat team, like I, I thought it was fun that they lost. I thought it added oh, to the yeah, whole, you sure. know, LeBron, LeBron villain storyline, but <laughs> yeah. Oh, it was awful. He was so, so awful. He, you know, skip Bayless, uh, you know, is, is, uh, that, that yeah, made, made skip his Bayless his career that. basically. Yeah. <laughs> so, so uh, yeah, the, but you know, if you look at it on paper now, especially with how dominant the Heat were over the next couple of years after that, uh, that's that's pretty crazy that they lost to old man Jason Kidd and fucking uh, yeah. Dirk. Like it's pretty crazy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then uh, you know, to end off this, uh, the best and ever do it podcast uh, that you know we we hope you guys have enjoyed. And uh, again, remember at Big Dog Ball Talk, we want to hear from you. If there's anyone we missed, anyone that you disagree with yep. us with, or uh, you know you want to shout us out on. Uh, or you want to get our takes on, you know, at Big Dog Ball Talk uh, on Twitter, you know, f- find us, follow us, and feel free to ask away, man. Uh, but this one, we're kind of, it's a little interesting. I don't really think it, uh, uh, we feel like uh, this is the perfect audience to, you know, we, we know you guys can relate to our weird basketball brains, but there's a lot of NBA players throughout history that come into the league with so much gusto and hype surrounding their name, and then they just are okay. They're not busts. But they're yeah. not, they aren't like superstars. They're not the people that we thought they were going to develop into. There's a billion and one reasons why that could have happened. Uh, you know, maybe it was just the fact they weren't ever good enough, uh, or there was something that, you know, happened in their careers. But, uh, you know, a, a guy who I, and maybe this is like, I didn't even think of this until then. I was like, like when I brought it up to you, and I'm like, okay, hey, well, who fits this bill? 
I was like, oh, I just found a way to make a segment so I can talk about Andrew Wiggins. <laughs> Wiggy! Without even trying know, to. In, 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 in like a, a big, long, uh, roundabout way. Uh, I mean, a guy who people said were get, was going to be the next Kobe Bryant or LeBron James. And, uh, you know, I love him. but Maple he's Jordan. De- he's definitely far, far from the uh, uh, Kobe Bryant or LeBron. You know, he's more like a, uh, an Andre Karolinko with some bounce. Like, it's... Uh, and that's that's about as good as he's gotten, and I think it's about as good as he'll get. Uh, you know, and this is at the height of his powers when we're recording this. You know, uh, the Warriors just coming off of their championship, and uh, Wiggins a huge part of it, but you know, definitely not you know living up to the hype that kind of was surrounding him in uh, you know his time in the NBA uh, before you know everything kind of unfolded the way it has. Yeah, yeah, I, he's he's one of the most prominent examples, a hundred percent. Like it, the. Like when he was drafted, like and and even like before he went to to Kansas, like as a high school guy, he was like everyone was talking about him. Like there's this kid, like yeah, especially as like we're you know as Canadians, we were like oh shit, this guy, this guy, like people are American scouts are talking about this guy, yeah. like he could be <laughs> yeah the best player in the NBA one day, and yeah, that the hype around him was was fucking absolutely insane, and like. He he couldn't have picked unless he went to uh, you know the purple team from California. He couldn't pick couldn't have picked a more dysfunctional franchise to start yeah, his career yeah. out with. So you know maybe things happen a little differently for him. He goes to a a more competent place than you know maybe he does reach those kind of heights. But if you want but, to even talk know, numbers, he, he was averaging like twenty four points a game in his time when I he was know. on Minnesota, and he was like breaking but, records as like the youngest player like he was like he the, was. The, the top he's, he's, gonna like have, one the, he's one of the youngest players to break like a thousand points five thousand like he's gonna be up there like like even in total like for for, for guys like in careers like he hasn't like it's gone down since he's been on the warriors but when he was in minnesota he was just getting buckets for fun i know i know and, and like he's gonna go down having some really like he's gonna be in good company in terms of like his scoring totals and yeah, shit. yeah yeah because he's also been one of the most durable guys in the NBA for for years since he, he does he really doesn't miss games he hasn't had yeah. any sort of major injuries so um, yeah I mean the scoring was always there he just he just never quite put everything together in terms of like the IQ of it all like, yeah yeah he just he just wasn't quite there but you know he he really changed a lot of people's minds this year on the run with the Warriors in terms of what kind of player he can be um, but yeah I, I don't know I, I I do think you know if if you kind of merge who he is, you know, who who he showed he could be this year with the Warriors, that like rebounding defender, role-playing, um, kind of smarter guy who, who a better better facilitator too. Really not much of one though. That's one thing he never really developed. But yeah, like if you merge that with his kind of the stats he put up in Minnesota in the early days, like the 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 scoring and the athleticism, you know, he he had some pretty fucking awesome dunks. He had oh, remember yeah. that one oh, on yeah. Josh Josh Richard Richardson, I think it was in Miami. Towards the end of a game, like he he's got a pretty sick mixtape. Like if you you put those two together, he's a pretty damn good player. Like yeah. probably up there one, with one of the better like wings in the NBA. He just yeah never quite put it all together. Yeah. And, and like looking and back, you know that you probably would take Joel Embiid over him. Oh yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. But you know you want durability. You know yeah, uh, yeah. He, Wiggins is a champion uh, before True. Embiid is. So True. Um, so yeah, hundred percent one of the, one of the one of the premier guys who didn't quite make it, but. You know, you you said the criteria criteria was you know you didn't you didn't make the you know you didn't reach your ceiling, but you were still pretty good. Andrew Wiggins is pretty damn good, yeah, uh, especially yeah, after yeah. this after this this uh, what he showed this playoffs. I think any literally every team in the league 
would want Andrew Wiggins. And you you probably couldn't have said that like a, a couple years ago. No, definitely not. <laughs> uh, a, a, another guy that I wanted to mention, a former Timberwolves player. And I think that I, if I get time to, uh, you know, throw out a, thir- a third guy, well, you know, I, I don't know if we will, but, uh, you know, I think he also played on the Timberwolves at some point in his career. They just kind of collect these guys. It seems there's a bit of a trend yeah. there, uh, but yeah, uh, you know, they, they said he was going to be the Spanish pistol Pete. Uh, Ricky Rubio was a guy Ricky. who I was like, well, again, starting to get into basketball. And I remember all the hype coming around. Yeah, this Timberwolves guy, drafted him. And I was like, this guy's going to be amazing. Like, and, cause you see his highlights when he was young, you know, playing in Spain, like he's doing crazy around the backs. He's doing these insane bounce passes. And I'm like, this would be fucking awesome to see in the NBA I know. with the athletes <laughs> that are there. And, you know, again, same thing. Uh, like he was never bad. Like he was like times, like people thought he would be like an all-star. Like he was kind of borderlining there, but like the Timberwolves were always so dog shit. And then, you know, yeah. he just never did anything more than like, like he, he kind of developed a bit of a jump shot now. Uh, you know, but he, he's shown that he's like a perfect, you know, just serviceable point guard, probably not a championship winning point guard. Uh, but you know, he's, he's, he's made, he's made a living in the league and he's one of those guys that's like, you look at it, it's like, wow, like we definitely, we definitely overestimated who this guy turned out to be, but I don't think we should discredit him as an NBA or like he's been a solid player for his whole career. Yeah. I mean that, that, uh, when the freaking Suns, their, their first year that they were sort of competent when they got invited to the bubble, uh, mm-hmm. and you know, won every game, but didn't actually end up, you know, making any sort of playoffs. They, did, they didn't technically make the playoffs. Um, like that was, in part because they brought Ricky Rubio over to be their point guard and he mm-hmm. played next to Devin Booker and he kind of synced up everyone and was kind of like a, a grown up in the room and and was able to uh, just sort of get everybody on the same page. And like he turned into that, like one of the steady kind of handed point guards in the NBA, always a pretty good defender too. Like he was never the most athletic guy, but he, he, he wasn't someone who was bullied on defense, uh, you know, especially kind of as his career has progressed. Um, and you know, his, his stint with Utah was really successful too. Uh, And as you mentioned, just got better as a shooter and and as a three point shooter, as his career went on and then just had this awesome ability, uh, to, to penetrate and, and find guys, you know, one of the best passers, uh, you know, as you said, as kind of a young guy coming into the league. Um, and kind of like Luca, he had this whole fucking decorated European career before he even got over here. He had, he was like MVP of the European league. I think he hit this like half court buzzer beater to win a game at one point. Like he was, he was so awesome. And like, I think, I think like if you look back on it now with his size and his kind of lack of athleticism, you can maybe predict like, yeah, he's going to be good in the NBA, but like, I don't see his awesome, like dominant way of playing completely translating to this league full of like incredible athletes. Um, So, you know, in that sense, I think you, you know, looking back on it, you can maybe see it coming, but I w- I'm with you 100%. Like when when he was when the Timberwolves were like getting ready to draft him, I was like, this guy's gonna be insane. Like one of the yeah. one of the premier point guards in the league. Kind of like the next Steve Nash, honestly. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, and, th- and then to move from Ricky, like, is there anyone who who you always remember that fills out this criteria? Uh, it's a weird well, one. It, it it is a weird one because I'm trying to. I was trying to think of guys, and then I when I when I got, get a guy, I think of. I'm like, well, no, he was actually kind of just a bust, but like. <laughs> Similarly to uh, to Andrew Andrew Wiggins and like it, it, the parallels kind of work in multiple ways because he's kind of been the predecessor to Andrew Wiggins. Harrison Barnes, when he came out of North Carolina, a lot of people, including me, thought he had like complete like star potential. I thought he was going to be 
really, really fucking good. Like, mm-hmm. kind of not. He he wasn't as touted as Andrew Wiggins. He was never quite like as 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 athletic. Um, and there was still kind of some weaknesses to his game. But like, he had the jump shot. He, he had the champion, frame. Man. He had the NBA body. And like, he 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 goes to the Warriors obviously right away. And uh, you know, they 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 win an NBA championship. Uh, you know, with him in fifteen, and then almost win one in sixteen. Like, he completely played his role as well as anyone could have could have yeah. wanted especially yeah. for that warriors team but like and i thought young age, i thought he too. had star like, potential people, yeah like, right, away, right away and, like, and he had some great games and like big high pressure situations nobody really gives him credit for literally coming right out of college and just going and playing at the biggest stage and the high a high level yeah. on a great hundred percent like he he was uh, like a, a solid starter for them he played his role completely like i said played his role completely uh you know perfectly uh and was a big part of the best regular season team of all time. Mm-hmm. Like he was, he was really awesome. But, but like you know, since then he's kind of bounced around and been in a lot of trades and is now kind of a journeyman who still has some value. Um, and and has, you know, he, he did he did a few things in 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 Dallas and in in his other stops. But like he was after after he left the Warriors, he never kind of got back up to that level and never obviously fulfilled that kind of star potential that that people thought he would have. But I don't know, man. When he first came in with, with with that frame, that height, and that that kind of versatile ability, I thought he could be like you know an all star yeah, type player, yeah. and and he never never quite got there. Yeah, I, I, and this is the, the the last guy I'm gonna throw out there, and definitely not as good as uh, Harrison Barnes ever was. Uh, but you know, in a way, and maybe it's just because I again I just bought into the hype as a young guy so hard that I'm still kind of like a little defending it, but like. Michael Beasley, man, that guy could get buckets. I was Be gonna easy. say Beasley, bro. Like uh, he's not. The, oh, he man. wasn't the worst fucking guy, man. But I would guy, honestly he consider him bad. a bust. Like he definitely, <laughs> he yeah. <laughs> you can consider him a bust for sure. You, hundred percent. I'm not gonna say if you call him a bust, you're not. You're wrong because he kind of was. Like he was supposed to be amazing. He was okay. He was okay. Yeah. yeah. He was supposed to be like a generational scorer when he came in. Oh and, yeah. And he was nothing close to that. <laughs> no. He was a meme machine. No. Like he. He, he, what was he? Where, where did he get drafted? I'm trying to remember. It was Miami, wasn't it? Number two. So he was set. Yeah, he, yeah. Second overall. Yeah. yeah. It's like he just. Yeah. He for whatever reason he he just never was able to put it together. And yeah. Never averaged over 20 points. Like in in did he when, ever average when he, like 15 uh, points? I don't know about it. like if he ever. He did. averaged 19 points in Minnesota. So when he we, he went to Minnesota and was hey, okay. okay. I, I kind of remember he did play that in Minnesota. Yeah. 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 Um, but like the craziest like skill set for that size like the 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 way that he yeah he, yeah he he could post you up a little bit like like going back to his college and especially especially as a high school player he's like one of the most decorated high school players ever he was like such a high recruit the you know the, the from the time he was like 16 onwards like he was he had skill but he had size and he had like this brute force yep. uh that was you know in, insane like it he was really a guy where you look at like what he can do and you're like there's no way that's not going to translate to the nba mm-hmm. but those peripheral skills, other than the scoring ability that he had, he didn't really put literally anything else together. He and, was uh, he was the just, first woke player before Kyrie. True, true. He uses fifteen uh, percent uh, of his brain. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what was the quote he had about babies being born? Uh, in every in every, every seven seconds, uh, a baby's born. So then, every seven seconds, a new person who can't guard him is brought into the who world. Can't or guard something. him, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I love it. I love it. Yeah, and I love that he was, uh, you know, on the Lakers too uh, a couple years ago. He still shit talks him. He says they have to sign him. They have to fire everybody and sign him. He'll be the savior. 
Beasley will save everything oh. to the rescue. Oh man. But yeah, he 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 really profiled as like, wow, this is gonna be like a an NBA scoring leader one day. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it's crazy that it just did not pan out in any way. Yeah, and probably never see him in the NBA again. You know, I think he might have gotten in uh, a crack or, or two for the the COVID. Uh, you know, no, no, he didn't. Still didn't even get him for that. That's a uh, that's sad, unfortunate, uh, unlucky, unlucky. <laughs> uh, but you know, be easy. Hopefully, we'll see you one more day, man. Uh, you'll kick him off, uh, yeah, or at least maybe the, you'll play in the big three. The Raptors got to pick him up. Oh sure, yeah, why not? Yeah, let's do it. Uh, Kevin Durant will love it, man. It'll be good. Uh, he's he's a good mock Kevin Durant. Uh, if you don't get him, true. Uh, same similar build, similar play style. Uh, but everybody, thank you so much for listening to another episode of Big Dog Ball Talk, the best to never do it uh, edition. Uh, I think that uh, you know it's it's been a weird one. It's uh, always a roller coaster, but uh, I think that we you know, that we, there's a lot of discussion to be had. So uh, let us know what you thought about uh, some of our selections, some of the people we decided to include, and give us some of those guys or teams that we forgot because there's tons of them. We could have done this for hours and hours. Uh, I mean, it, yep. the, the old adage stays stands true that you know you can just two guys can sit in a room and say the names of old. Uh, guys who played uh you know any kind of professional sports and you can yep. you, you can you can kill any amount of time so uh you know give us some names and we'll we'll always be down to chat for it but uh for big dog ball talk it's matt eichhorn with jordan flegel and as my good friend jordan always says <laughs> i i don't really have a saying right now i'm just laughing at the fact that you and i are both sitting in the dark are you sitting in <laughs> yeah. we just slowly spooky, let the sun man. go down we haven't, uh, you know, it was light when we started this at 8 p.m. It's 9.30 now, and I, it, it's like, it kind of looks like yeah. we're in a horror film or something. Yeah. Uh, like like Blair Witch. I, I'm, I'm fucking scared that something's <gasps> going to pop up behind me. Um, but, uh, yeah, st- stay safe out there, Matt. That's all I That's all I have to say to you uh, because, uh, I mean, anything could happen from here on out, man. Hey, I'm afraid of the dark, man, so uh, let's end this <laughs> shit so I can hit the light. <laughs>